world's on fire, our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Hey, good morning. Welcome here to Flea Flicker Friday. I'm going to do my best to really let you guys kind of be in control this morning. We're going to take communion, so go get yourself some elements, whatever that would be that you're going to take it in or out of or whatever. I use a little uh, chalice that Reggie and Dennis sent, sent to Michelle and I. Michelle's got her own up there, so uh, get ready to do that. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit. I didn't watch Joe Biden last night. But uh, the imagery was some of the darkest stuff I've ever seen uh, coming. You know, folks, the um, I hate to call them left and right because that's the paradigm that they've given us, right? And the sooner that we as Christians begin to recognize who our enemy is, that they are of their father, the devil, that they're Luciferians. Jesus himself told us, I'm sorry, work on my communion here. Jesus himself told us that no man could serve two masters. Huh? He can't serve two masters. And if the Republican Party who seems to be our team, we think it is. The Republican Party isn't serving Jesus. Who are they serving? Well, they're just not quite as far left as the Luciferians are. That's the way I see it, right? And so uh, we're in the process of, of, I think September is going to be like no month we've ever lived in our lives. And it's critical that we, uh, we're going to talk a little bit more today about uh, you know, our, our uh, month of prayer and fasting and yada, yada, yada. Anybody joining me, I hope, uh, eat till one o'clock. Don't eat the rest of the day. Made it through the first day. Did, did, it pre- did pretty well. And um, all good stuff, man. All good stuff. Myra, go ahead and pray us in here, dear. And then Joe, we'll turn it over to you and we'll, we'll do the communion. Yes, Coach. I will be delighted. It is written, Second Chronicles 7, 11 through 14. That is Second Chronicles seven eleven through fourteen. Mm-hmm. Does Solomon finish the house of the Lord? Stop a second, and- please. Stop a second, Spencer. See if you can throw that up on the screen, if you could, so people can read along with it. Second Chronicles seven eleven through fourteen. Go ahead, Myra. Yes, Coach. I'll be delighted to do so. Does Solomon finish the house of the Lord and the king's house and all that came into Solomon's heart to make in the house of the Lord? And in his own house, he prosperously effected and the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and say unto him, I have heard thy prayer and have chosen this praise to myself for an house of sacrifice. If I shut up heaven that there be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among my people. Pardon me a second, Myra. Evidently, he can do that. <laughs> Evidently, he can shut up the heaven. He, he can command the locusts to devour the land, and he can send a pestilence among us. Evidently, he can do that. All right? Don't miss that. Go ahead, Myra. Yes, Coach, I will be delighted. My people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray. And seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin 
and will heal their land. Holy Spirit, you're welcome to Coach Dave Haddle, and we open our hearts to you. I unleash resurrection power, love, and joy to you in Jesus' name. Amen. By the way, there's that conditional thing again. There's that contractual obligation. If you do this, then I'm going to do this, right? If you turn from your wicked ways, then you do your part, and I'll do my part. I will forgive their sin, and I will heal their land. That's the promise, the conditional promise, if my people, which are called by my name. By the way, the Holy Spirit just prompted me. After we get done with communion here, uh, uh, we're going to uh, we're going to spend a few minutes in in prayer. I'm going to give all of you the opportunity just to come in and, and pray a little bit. Okay, Joe, go ahead, brother. Okay, I'm going to start out with John 6.35. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. So I'll uh, lead our prayer. Heavenly Father, we come to you this day in the name of your Son, our Lord, Jesus the Christ, who gave his life and all and more for us, that we might have this opportunity for everlasting life, that we might have restored to us that what was lost, and that we may sit now at your right hand as a part of the body of the church in the body of our Lord, our spirits there with his. So as we sit there now, we ask you to forgive our sins and our transgressions and bring us close into your sight. And hear our silent confessions as we all confess how we have failed in our lives and in the last day or hours and we ask you to bless this bread and this drink representing the body and the blood of our Lord that was shed for us and help us to choose the right paths think the right thoughts do the right things and Help as many of our brothers and sisters on the in these struggle in these struggling times that we are in now. Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. So from Matthew twenty six twenty six, and as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, "Take, eat. This is my body." And he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it. But this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And thank you, Father, for giving us your Son. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Let's continue. Let's continue in prayer. Just, uh, you know, part of the theme that we're, talk- we're talking about yesterday was uh, time of prayer and repentance. So I just, I just open it up. Anybody want to come in? Heavenly Father, we pray for Mike Blake and Blake family. Pray for Carol Allen. Many others that are on our prayer list and our huddle, we pray for this this group as a whole. 
our families and loved ones. Give us strength. Fill us with the Holy Spirit. Let us learn and hear your word more and more each day. Let us be the light of the world, the salt of the earth, and be good disciples and represent you and fight for this this good thing that we have in America that we're trying to save. Lead us and guide us. Show us a way. Give us spiritual and physical strength. Protect all my brothers and sisters in this huddle. Thank you for drawing us together and having this fellowship. Thank you for coaching all the messages that you give him each day. Help us to continue to be strong and be in this fight. Spread truth. And promote your kingdom and your word. We thank you. We love you. Thank you for your word, the opportunity for salvation, all the blessings you bestow upon us. We praise your name. In Jesus' name we pray. And we thank you, Jesus, for loving us, bringing God's word to us, and suffering on the cross for us. Amen. Heavenly Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, through faith, because without faith we cannot praise you, Lord, we thank you so much for the gardening that we have here with all my brothers and sisters from the heart, oh Lord. Uh, we all have unique gifts and uh, we are here to serve you, Lord, and we submit to you. Um, your word says that you will, we are definitely taken care of by you. Isaiah 53, 4 through 5. Surely he hath borne our graves and carried our sorrows, yet we did steam him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. In Jesus' name, amen. From Jude, starting in the 20th verse. But ye, beloved, building up yourselves on the most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourselves in love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. And of some, have compassion, making a difference. And others, save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy, to the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. Amen. Father, we are just grateful for all that you've provided for us. And we come humbly before you. We repent when we, because we've been complacent too many times. And Father, we just come before you and ask you to strengthen us, to help us not be distracted by so much that's going on around us, but to focus on you every day, to focus on our path, to focus on your word, and to be obedient to it. Thank you so much for your provision for us, for what you provide for us to be strong, to be focused, and to follow you. Lord, help us not to waver. We thank you for Jesus. Amen. 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 Father, I ask for your protection over um, all the, the babies that are in the wombs of the women in my family and other families.
Heavenly Father, I come before you. I beg through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, and I beseech on behalf of all my brothers and sisters in their marriages who are not equally yoked. How many cry out to you, Lord, asking you to heal the pains of their loved ones, their spouses, help them overcome their spouses' weaknesses, whatever they may be. God, you have sanctified marriage. You made it holy. Please help those who are struggling in their marriages. Bless them. Help the others, each other's, to see each other's failures and weaknesses and be patient in them and be loving instead of spiteful and, and um, seeking attention elsewhere. Lord, please heal these marriages. You brought them together. Lord, help them. Within that marriage, you are that third person in that marriage. Bring those two together by the blood of your son, our Lord Jesus Christ. Please heal them in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. Good morning. Thank you, Father, for bringing us together for this huddle, for everything that um, I've learned, that I may share it with other people. Please help us to have more discernment, to have an open heart, a forgiving heart. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, I just uh, pray that wherever we have posted the call to the people to repent and to consider the sins of this nation, Lord, I pray that they would not gloss over the email or the posting on whatever social media that we put it out, that you would stop these people and that they would look at, at it and consider it, Lord, and um, Lord, that it would be far-reaching and go wide into this country so that many people would repent, put their trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, and Lord, that you would consider healing our land. Amen. Amen. We know you're our healer and our protector. You protect this country, you heal it. As well as my wife, Carol. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Father God, we just ask that you just raise up the patches of this nation, Father, to be bold in the word, to preach your, your word. Father, we just ask that you strengthen the men of this country to be bold and to take the rightful position into into government, local school boards, and and and, and push out and and this critical race theory and these abominations, Lord, and push ahead your godly agenda, Father. We, Lord, we ask that the, the churches become lighthouses for your people, <clears throat> where inner healing, inner healing and deliverance can take place to heal your people, Father. We, we just ask that your your blessings be upon us, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Heavenly Father, thank you for saving this wretched man that I am. If anyone doesn't deserve mercy and grace and love that you pour out so abundantly and freely, it would be me. And I just hope and pray that I can live up to what you have set before me in Jesus' name. Jesus, your word says that you're not willing that one should be lost. And so our prayer is for the harvest of souls. We don't know if this is the end times or not. We think it might be. We think it might be getting close, so the time might be short. We pray an urgency, an urgency in the spirits of those who are not saved, an urgency to find something that they're missing that they would come to know you, Jesus, as Savior and as Lord. Uh, 
Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for the group of people that we have here together that are willing to open their hearts to you. And Father, we just ask you now, Lord, that we pray for this nation and for the people in this nation. Lord, that this nation, as many of the prophets before asked when they come to ask you what they worship to do was to say, God, Give, we ask for forgiveness, and I ask forgiveness for our country and our nation, Lord, that we have not listened to what you have been saying all along, and that our country has been turning their heads away from you, and I just pray that we all will be willing and let the Holy Spirit speak to each and every one of us, that we will bend our knee back to you and give you the authority which you gave to Jesus that was put on his shoulders, Lord. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, we just come before you. We glorify your name. Everything that you're doing in this hour, in this day, Lord, that you're drawing people unto yourself. And Lord, we have a repentant heart, Lord, and deliverance from everything that's coming against us. Lord, we just thank you for this huddle. Lord, we thank you that you're bringing people together in one accord. Let's pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the Holy Spirit. It's like an umbrella keeping the fear off of us. Because in these times to come, we must be living your commands to fear not. We must live with the Holy Spirit in us, being the most holy place that that you dwell in the temple. The Holy Spirit will be dwelling in us. And in that light, we are as the most holy place. And every day is the day of atonement. And let us then shine to the world and being the only ones without fear, those who believe in you. And people will come and ask, why don't we fear? And then we can share you with them. Thank you so much. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You know, the Holy Spirit's speaking to me a little bit there. We're not really heart we're not really heartbroken over sin, are we? We're really not. We're not we're not really heart sick over we get we get more upset. There will be more people upset tomorrow if uh, Ohio State wins or loses. There'll be a lot of upset Notre Dame fans or a lot of upset Buckeye fans. More upset than the slaughter of little children. More upset than drag drag queen story hours in schools or in libraries, poisoning the minds of children. Amen. More upset with, uh, you, you know, you know where I'm going with it, right? And the, and the truth of it is, we, uh, we we take his sacrifice so lightly. There's some of you out there right now, still holding grudges. Still holding grudges over somebody did you wrong. And you just got to ask yourself, man, if anybody had the right to hold a grudge, wouldn't it be the Lord? Wouldn't it? You think about it. If you were going to have a conversation with him and explain to him why you've been so missing in action in the fight against unrighteousness and how we got to the point where All of our prayers, are you listening to me? All of our prayers are about us. Protect me, Lord. Give me, Lord. Cover me, Lord. Guide me, Lord. All about me, 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 even in our our prayer life. We don't glorify him. We don't really and truly, we are not heart sick over the slaughter of the preborn. We're not, we're not. We're not. So, well, it doesn't affect me. You know, my, my life's going along pretty good. Yeah, that's bad. And I'll, 
you know, I'll, I'll send five bucks to the pregnancy center and I'll, I'll, I'll say a prayer about it. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter. What if, what if the Holy Spirit, what if God Almighty appeared on national TV like Joe Biden last night and uh, stood up there and gave a fair, fair warning and said, listen, uh, folks, if you don't stop uh, uh, the destruction of the preborn, if you don't stop the destruction of the children, the Bible says, uh, you might have read in his word where it said it'd be better for you to put a millstone around your neck. Be thrown into the deepest part of the ocean and continue to mislead them. And so the Lord says to you, you don't do something about that. And you don't do something about this demonic, deviant ruination of natural sex and fornication. If you guys don't do something about that, I'm going to be back in a week. And I'm going to clean this mess up. It's like I see people who have a bumper sticker on the back of their car. It says, pray to end abortion. Really? Really? Pray to end abortion? How about pray to mow my yard? Pray to put good commercials on TV. What? Pray to end abortion? Well, if we look at it as a war, then it's going to mean at some point we're going to have to engage, doesn't it? We're going to have to engage. God help us. The uh, peaceable fruits of righteousness, repentance. Hey, Spencer, throw this up because I just want to show, show that, uh, that picture of Joe Biden. I don't want to. Folks, I don't think I've ever seen a darker presentation of the President of the United States than what you're looking at right there. And don't think that wasn't done by design. And don't blame Joe Biden because I don't think he's totally in control of anything that's really going on. Right there's a great picture of the dark, nefarious forces that are going on behind the scenes in America. That the battle for truth, justice, and the American way is now full-fledged out in front. He said... Uh, President Biden said yesterday that anybody that supports Trump, which, by the way, even if they weren't cheating, is at least half of the population supports Donald Trump. We're domestic terrorists. We're domestic enemies. And I've been telling you for I don't know how long I've been doing this show that the battle's after who? You got it. The white Anglo-Saxon Protestant. Well, you can throw Catholic in there, but Catholics vote. Catholics vote Democrat. Well, don't get me going on that one. Don't get me going on that. So, uh, you know, we're we're in unbelievable times. Hey, Spencer, I just sent this to you, I think. This billboard. You have a picture yep. of this billboard? I wasn't going to say anything about that. I just got to say something about it. I don't want to I was raised Catholic. Raised Catholic. In fact, probably still am. I don't know if they threw me out. I don't know how that works. I was taught my whole life to say, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Now, this this poster, this billboard, is, uh, I think the guy who did this has really great intentions. The greatest relationship is Jesus. And then he's got a picture of Mary. His real presence is in the Eucharist. Unless you eat the flesh of the son of man and drink his blood, you shall not have life within you. The greatest evangelist to bring souls to the Lord Jesus is the Blessed Virgin Mary. I was raised Catholic. I now know that to be, how do I say this in a nice way? I'm not going to say anything. There's one mediator one mediator between man and God, and that's the Lord Jesus. He is the only mediator. And if you're going someplace where they're teaching you to pray to Mary, to pray to saints, by the way, saints who've been ordained or declared saints by man, if you're praying to saints or you're praying to Mary, your prayers are ineffectual, friends. I don't want to start a... I don't want to start a Catholic war here. 
I don't want to start any of that. I didn't say that. Cool. Let me see here. Ohio Brett made it to Hawaii. 50 states done. I'm sure he's not up there like six hours behind us out there. Way to go, Brett. And get your button back here. We need you. Uh, Jeff Klein, that event's today, Jeff. The camp out the events today. Uh, starts at 3 o'clock. Is that what you said? Jeff there? Jeff's all you there. Mel, you're out there. Liberty Action Network. Folks, if you, we've had a lot of people request yesterday. They said, where are those? Where can I download those things? Right now, we don't have it up on uh, Coach Dave Live yet. We'll get it up there. But the Liberty Action Network has it. If you scroll down there, it talks about what we talked about yesterday. Boom. Click here to print Abraham Lincoln's proclamation. Next one. Boom. Click here to print. Uh, put it back up there for me, Spence. Hold a fast one on me. Print here for calling to the people. That stuff is now available. You can print it off, go make hard copies of it, and just hand it out like candy everywhere that you go. Mel, you want to say anything about this real quickly? Yeah, actually, I'm going to make those links so that they're a little more prominent. So it's going to say, you know, share and print, something like that, and make the font bigger. And then we've got that third part coming where it says future link here. That's that dramatized um, you know, professional piece that's being done that's going to have pictures and music and everything to it. So we should have that soon. So we're really excited. And, um, you know, the Liberty Action Network is is a place that we're we're doing action together. We're training together to learn how to do action together. So um, I'm excited. I, I hope that everybody in this queue, everybody who's hearing this will join us in this action. It's really important. And um, just just thank you. This is the way it's supposed to work. So yay, Amen. Yay, God. Amen. Amen. Okay, so look, I, I, I want to take off here because I want, I want to focus a little bit today. It's really been on my heart the last couple of days, really. I, I, want, I want to talk to you about children a little bit here. If you could, Spence, bring up, uh, what, what am I looking for, man? Uh, is that it? Yeah, Caviezel. Bring up Jim Caviezel. Now, look, remember this, friends. The Bible says in Genesis that there's an eternal struggle going on between the seed of the serpent and the seed of the woman. Now we understand this, that when they're referring to seed, they're talking about progeny, those who come after us. We're looking at a, uh, an America today. What, 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 would, what do you guys think would be the percentage of young people under the age of 16, maybe we could even say 18, who really have a concept of the gospel? What do, you, what do you suppose the percentages would be? We would like to think they're high, but we know this, right? We see young Christian kids, they won't defend their faith. They don't know how to defend their faith. They don't defend their faith in the public of sector. They don't, they don't. They don't. And as a result of it, it's happened because why? We have given, at least over the last 60 years, things have gotten worse. We have given our children over to Moloch over to the devil for the education of our children. We, our parents in 1947 should have screamed and hollered, especially 1960 when they took prayer out of school, and 1961 when they took Bible reading out of school. Our churches should have erupted. Now, my math isn't real good, but 1961 to 2021 is uh, uh, 60 years. So we had had 60 years of government indoctrination in anti-God religion. It's called secularism. And we're spending all of our time now, we're trying to rewater our seeds. We're trying to prune the field of the seed of the woman. And we still don't get it. We still don't understand what's going on. We still don't understand the importance of education, young children education, college education, and dare I say it, denominational education. You shall know the truth, and the truth, if you know it, shall set you free. What if you don't know the truth? What's the, what's the counter to that? You shall not know the truth, and because you don't know the truth, you shall be a slave. I, I was thinking about this yesterday. 
See, every, every time the devil overplays his hands, what if every, evidently, let me, somebody help me out now. I can now identify as a woman, right? In fact, they're going to, they're passing some laws in some states where on your birth certificate, they don't even put man or woman, right? They don't even put it. They leave it open to the person. So at what point are those of us who are 70, almost 70 years old, are we going to rise up and say, hey, you know that social security number you gave me? Uh, that was misapplied. That wasn't me. That was, that was given to me against my will by my parents. I don't want that social security number. I don't want that. And oh, by the way, those of you who declared me to be a citizen of the United States, I didn't make that decision. You guys made that decision. And I hereby declare myself a free citizen of the United States. Why can't we, now that you can determine who you are and what you are, where does the gate close on that one, friends? We have to to become more creative in this battle. I got Jim Caviezel up there. I'm going to talk about two things here real quickly. And what they're doing to our children. What they are doing to our children. Go ahead and play this. 1.5 speed will be good. If you were to watch Schindler's List, you would say, boy, that was terrible. I wish I was around that. Maybe I could have done something. You can do something now. Because they're pulling kids out of the darkest recesses of hell right now. And dumbs and all kinds of places. Uh, the adrenochroming of children. Hey, Spencer. Actor Jim Caviezel. Hold stop in a minute. Go put it at regular speed. We can we can put up with six minutes here. Is being ridiculed and defamed in the mainstream news for speaking out against child trafficking while promoting his new film, Sound of Freedom, based on the true story of former U.S. government agent Tim Ballard, who quit his job to devote his life to rescuing children from global sex traffickers. Jim Caviezel described what adrenochrome is. Essentially, you have adrenaline in your body. I'll just simplify it. And and when you are scared, you produce adrenaline. Uh, if you're an athlete, you get in the fourth quarter, you have adrenaline that comes out of you. If a child knows he's going to die, uh, his body will uh, secrete this uh, adrenaline. Um, and they have a lot of terms that they use. The Mockingbird Media responded by firing a chorus of headlines into the brainwashed minds of the public, all to the tune of Adrenochrome and the Consumption of Children is a Dangerous Right-Wing Lie. But it isn't. Millions of people waking up from the generational sleepy lie of pop culture are seeing the ugly truth, seeing the millions of babies aborted each year, sold for fetal body parts, seeing old women rub aborted fetal tissue into their skin to appear younger, and seeing official science comparing young blood to the fountain of youth. It doesn't matter how many times the lying fake news media decries QAnon, conspiracy theorists, or right-wingers. Millions are now seeing what they have been busy hiding, the trafficking of children, slavery. Caviezel warned that the film may never be seen because there are very famous people in Hollywood involved in child trafficking. And once they see the ships that they transport the children in and all of this stuff, um, well, there's there's no other film like this. Our industry can't make this film um, right now because of a lot of people that are involved in it all over the world that are in this. Um, And many of these people are very famous. He even mentioned dumbs. Because they're pulling kids out of the darkest recesses of hell right now. And dumbs and all kinds of places. Deep underground military bases, which we were warned about in 1995 by former government engineer turned whistleblower Phil Schneider. People have always been telling us this ugly truth. Alex Jones and David Icke, William Cooper, Manly P. Hall, all the way back to Aristotle. And now it's all coming out into the open. The apocalypse. The revealing of what was once hidden. Like Plato's allegory of the cave, there are millions who keep themselves ignorantly buried in the mainstream lie. But millions of us are awakening 
to the evil truth. And we demand justice. And these people that do it, um, there'll be no mercy for them. For InfoWars.com, this is Gregory. Amen. Folks, I want you to stop and think here just for a minute. I I hate to do this to you on a Friday, but it's really, really heavy on me. Uh, You know, the Bible talks about Moloch, the devil, worshiping Moloch and feeding our children into the mouth of Moloch. And it's easy for us to, to sit around and say, yes, that's, by golly, that's going on in abortion. It is. It's going on in abortion. We've got to stop abortion because we're feeding our children to Moloch. Now, understand this, that the Christian life is twofold. It's expanse of the kingdom here and now, and the importance of maintaining a right full relationship with our creator and a life lived in eternity beyond this world. Those two are connected. And I'm here to tell you, as much as I love you, you, we are daily feeding our children into the mouth of Moloch when we send them to government schools and when we continue to fund the government schools. You ask yourself, those of you who are watching right now, you ask yourself, if we're talking about eternity, you ask yourself how many of the the kids, your own children, that you raised in the church who today are not serving the Lord because we fed them into the mouth of the enemy from the time they were five years old. And then we wake up and say, what happened to Tommy? He used to be youth leader in his church. He used to go to Sunday school. He used to love his youth group. And now he's got purple hair and earrings and loves men. Mm. You don't have to amen. I'm just telling you the truth. That's why you come here. And at what point are we going to wake up and understand it's about the seed of the serpent and the seed of the woman? That the seed, that the serpent wants to take the woman's seed and spoil it. Amen. Not just so to be miserable here on this earth, but for life away from us. Another one at the bottom, the last one, the last one, Spencer, Fox News, Children's Hospital. D.C. Children's Hospital offered gender-affirming hysterectomies for kids. Oh, why? It's because it's legal? Because some doctor, some atheistic doctor, some atheistic psychologist, some voodoo scientist said that that boy's a girl? And the church remains silent. The church permits it to go on. The church... The church didn't stop divorce. The church didn't stop abortion. The church didn't stop transgenderism. The church didn't stop a damn thing. And when the devil rose up and said, there's a right to abortion, the church said, well, I guess it's okay then. I guess it's okay. And when the, when the devil rose up and said, there's a right for a man to have anal sex with another man, church didn't rise up. Hey, for hundreds of years, that was an abomination. That was a death penalty for a hundred years. And if that wasn't bad enough, as if they 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 poked you in the chest, poked the church in the chest, the chest church didn't do anything. He said, "All right, then how about uh, uh, how about we let them marry? How about we let them marry each other?" Oh yeah, well it's not legal. Let them marry. Oh, well, let's, honey, let's go to the church. Are they having Are they having a banquet afterwards today, honey? Is there a meet and greet after church today? Huh? That, then that wasn't enough. No, no. Then they had to tell you, not only did they want to kill a little baby, the seed of the woman, they wanted to kill the seed of the woman. Then they said, well, <laughs> sex is a sign that uh, not a birth. It's not a sign that you just kind of develop it. And we said, yeah. <laughs> and we let them start teaching it to our kids in schools. Amen. I know. Yeah. Amen. I'm just Amen. Telling, I'm just telling them like it is. And if you stand up and say anything about it, you're bigoted and homophobe and judgmental and unchristian and unloving. Those are words right out of the freaking devil's mouth. Because to earnestly contend for the faith. Why do we have to contend? Because there's a devil who, so, 
running around like a roaring lion seeking little children that he can devour. Boom. We take our kids to Disney World. We watch Disney movies. We watch we watch uh, witchcraft movies. Come on in, Mark. Wolves in sheep's clothing are not sheep. They're not even in. They're not even. Look, they're freaking wolves, and we don't care. Amen. We know they're wolves. We know they're wolves. We don't care. Jesus said, be better if you put a millstone around your neck. You better hear me. Be better for you to put a millstone around your neck than feed your kids into that wicked government school system. Hey, you deal with it, not me. I warned you. Go ahead, Mark. I just wanted to talk about seed of the serpent a minute. I think it's something that's under discussed, if that's the word. But if there are seeds of the serpent, that means they're amongst us. Don't we spend or the church spend most of its time praying for seeds of the serpent? And, and the thing is, coach, is can they be converted? Are seeds of the serpent is are we glorifying God by praying for his enemy that he hates? Wow. Are there seeds that can't be converted? Are there irredeemable amongst us? See, the church says Jesus came for all. That's not what the Bible says. It says all who believe. It doesn't say all. It says all who believe. Now, the seeds of the serpent don't believe, and they do their, their father's work, the devil. Now, if we're praying for them, praying they change, pray, 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 we're wasting discernment. We're wasting God's energy. Now, I don't know, Coach, but if there are seeds of the serpent, then they are people that can't be converted, in my opinion. Too. Now, tell me tell me, I'm wrong. Somebody show me a scripture. Tell me they're not amongst us. Pizza. Jesus once said, you are of your father, the devil. The works of your father, you will do. Now, we're talking about two kingdoms here, right? Transferring from one kingdom. How can, folks, can, you, can somebody tell me this? How you could possibly... Put your I, I will I will have a conniption like you will never believe. If my children, it's not me. I don't have the right to do this. But if my children ever put my grandchildren into a government school, there will be a conniption like you have never seen. Because I understand the destructive nature of that of that secular humanist beast and what it does. My body, my choice. My, 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 me, 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 me. So much that it's crept into the church and you go to the church and people pray for themselves all the time. Come on in, Craig. Well, I think it's worth saying we ain't heard it in a while, but uh, satanic social clubs are not churches. They're not. They're not. Well, they're churches. <laughs> it's a matter of who's king and king, who's king of kings there, right? Who's lord of lords there? I guess I got another little one I'll throw up there for you. Next, the last one, gender program. Gender. Folks, can, folks, folks, can somebody explain this to me? Really, somebody explain this to me. How can a clear-thinking human being, a, a man who graduated from high school in the 80s, 90s, a clear-thinking man, how can a clear-thinking man ever think that a man could be a woman? No. That a woman, if you cut off her tits, sorry, is a man. And yet we allow this bullcrap to be taught to our children. Now, is it a possibility that Oh, man. The kids are always looking for something fresh and new. Oh, the latest fad. Oh, I can be a girl. Did you pull it up there for me? Uh, gender program, it says. It's a PDF. Is that it? That's not it, is it? I don't think it is. What? Maybe I gave you the wrong one. There you go. You guys know this is going on in your schools? This is a curriculum? Beyond binary. Guidelines, no right or wrong questions. 
confidential. In other words, don't tell their parents that you're talking to them about it. Use respectful language. Check your tech. Shape the discussion to fit your needs. So if you're trying to turn a kid into a homo, objectives provide an overview of key terms and concepts related to gender. Outline characteristics of gender. Discuss how to talk about gender diversity with students, parents, and the school community. What are the staff of Lurie's Children's Hospital? Why is its hospital doing this? Why is our goal to be an affirming institution? Why? Scroll down. Well, what does it mean to be female or male? What is your gender? How do you know? Teaching this to kids! How would you describe your gender without discussing how you look? Have there been times when limits or expectations have been placed on you based on your gender or perceived gender? How does these how do these experiences impact your ability to do your best work? Goes on and on and on. Being taught in government schools paid for by your tax dollars. And by the way, the church won't even mention homosexuality. Church won't even mention it. Pastors won't get up and rail against how vile and wicked and debaucherous, abominable men having sex with men is. Church won't even talk about it anymore. So the key concepts are, was sex assigned to birth or is there intersex? Gender identity. Raise your hand if you have a gender identity. Gender expression. Gender expansive, non-conformity, long-standing occurrence every six months or so, not a fleeing curiosity. Gender non-conformity is a normative variation of human diversity. So Joe Biden just says anybody doesn't agree with him is wicked. But here they're telling you not to agree with everybody else. There's the transgender un- umbrella. There's the key concepts. Look at all those male, female. Look, um, unbelievable. Unbelievable. International gender diversity, tetons, pronouns, she, her, hers, he, folks, we have lost our stinking mind. Tom, Stout, or Emma, come on in. Morning, Coach. Morning, everybody. <clears throat> hey, uh, I appeal nature's God. I've had livestock <clears throat> probably most of my life. And when I go out, and there's new birth in the barn, I don't have to come back and tell Emma, well, this one hasn't identified yet, so I think we only have one doe born yet. <laughs> My male doe is not confused about his sexuality. Not one bit. He knows who he is and what he's for and what to do. And so I appeal to God, the, to, to the God of nature that's created the natural order to, to let man know that we are fools. Amen, Tom. And those who say they love science are creating voodoo science. They don't, they don't believe science. They don't believe X, 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 Y. Now, they're free to not believe that. How in the hell, pardon me, can we, as the taxpayers, allow that bull crap to be taught to our children? Uh, Jeff. Coach, 14 months in these school board meetings. There. They've already started at Mount Vernon, that children's hospital. All the things you just said is true. They're backing all this stuff with them. Go to your local school and find out if you got that children's hospital in there. Because most of them are going to have it. They said thousands of schools have put them in there. The not a stinking cow, not a stinking cowardly pastor was at any of them meetings for 14 months. None. I told a couple ladies in GR Smith yesterday, I said, our pastors are cowards. I was yelling it in the hardware store. These two little ladies were agreeing with me. I said, why are they so scared? And then we went on, I'll bet 10, 15 minutes in GR Smith. You know what I mean? It's just you know not. You know, Jeff, you know why they're scared? Because they're alone. They don't even like each other as pastors. They're in yeah. competition. Yeah. It's J.C. Penny I, against Sears. I had a, pastor, like each other. had a pastor tell me the other day, he's, I know where these meetings are now, the pastoral meetings. There's like 15 or 20 of them. They're all in there whining and crying. He said, I'm so sick of it. He said, they're sitting there crying, boo-hooing about all the problems and their little breakfast they give. I said, oh, I told Tom, I said, we got to go to that breakfast. We got to walk in there. You know what I mean? It's just ridiculous. Folks, we have the minority. We have the minority chasing the majority into the closet. Yeah. Well, that's what the iron sharpened iron about is all about tonight. 
we got to lock arms and stand against this crap. So that's what we'll be discussing. If any guys can make it just for the evening and don't want to stay overnight, that's fine. Or come in the morning for breakfast about 8 a.m. And we'll be getting after it. So, Amen. Randy, come on in. Coach, I may not be Elijah, but I'm one of the 7,000. I'm not bowing to Baal. I haven't bowed to Baal. I haven't bowed to Moloch, and I'm not going to bow to it. I'm telling you, Coach, <clears throat> the, the fact that we're speaking this, that we live it and we preach against it, we stand against it. I know some of us don't and should, but coach, that's the fact that God is in the hour. This is in the hour. This is what's coming. This false prophets are the only thing. The media is the only thing holding up all these deceived people. Once it's removed and the deception is, is uncovered and the prophets are eliminated they're going to get to see how stupid, how delusional they were. So, Coach, I'm going to keep preaching this. I'm going to keep speaking it, and 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 it's going to end. There will be a time when God says it's done. So until that day, Coach, yes, let's keep getting people in the fight. But I'm not going to be frustrated. I'm going to say, Lord, I did my job for today. I'm going to go to bed, and I'm going to get up and do it again tomorrow. Yep. That's how we have to keep doing it. You know, we're wore out sometimes, but we're winning. Are you your brother's keeper, Randy? Do you have a responsibility for your neighbor's children? Yes, sir. I believe yes, we do, folks. Amen. We do. Meeting host, come on in. Amen. Hey, hey, Coach, you know, I'm glad you brought this up. Uh, do you know this is going on at uh, Boston Children's Hospital yep, as yep. well, right? And yep. they're doing surgeries. I, I'm, I'm going to surmise that they're doing it at every children's hospital here in the United States. Yeah, all the all the parents need to check these children's hospitals and check and see if they're doing this. Thank well, you, Vinny, Vinny, we can trust the medical profession, can't we? Huh. We, we? We can trust them. We've just been through that. We know how reliable and honest and God-fearing the medical people are. Can, hey, folks, can you imagine cutting the penis off of a seven-year-old boy? Can anybody in their right mind even imagine that? And telling them it's okay. You're gonna, everything's going to be fine, kid. Don't worry about it. Hey, hey friends. They used to do that abortions in back alleys because they knew it was wrong. Boom. Then they said, that's nah, okay. They started doing them in hospitals. They skipped the back alleys on penis cutoffs, and they went straight to the hospital. We're, we're sick, sick people. Patriot, Kevin, come on in. Coach, what you're describing is a church that has been brought to heal, a, a church that has been whipped into submission. All right, this happens when you got a message of love, 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 when it's supposed to be fight, fight, fight. And in the gospel, it says contend for the faith. Now, what do they call two boxers that get into the ring? They call them contenders. But we don't contend for the faith, and we don't contend in our society. We just love them and see what it's gotten us. We've been whipped into submission. It's Ohio State football time, so I'm going to uh, fight the team across the field. Show them that Christ is here. Send the earth reverberating with the mighty cheer. Rah, rah, rah. Hit them hard and see how they fall. Never let that team get the ball. Hail, hail, the gang's all here. It's a victory for Jesus' team. That's how we ought to play. Junior Phoenix, come on in. Hey, Coach. Uh, I just want to say, uh, when you're talking about the uh, the whole agenda with the identity, like, they don't even talk about, um, like, all the suffering that these individuals that do have transitions from, like, getting their penis cut off or a transition from one gender to another. And there's some really tragic stories of, what these individuals do go through. And I think it's pretty sad that they're trying to shove this down our kid's throat. Even with my own daughter, I've had to hear her feel very uncomfortable with kids at school, uh, identify as furries and how they're trying to put cat litter in their school system. I just want to throw that. Hey, hey, Stephen, amen, man. Amen with you. Right. And it's the exact same thing that we never hear about the women who the rest of their life is screwed up because they killed their baby. We never hear about that, do we? We never hear about post-op problems for boys who lost their penises and women who killed their babies. We don't hear about that, do we? No, 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 no. Craig, quickly. 
Deuteronomy 31, 29, at the end of Moses' life. For I know that after my death, you will become utterly corrupt, turn aside from the way which I have commanded you, and evil will befall you in the latter days, because you will do evil in the sight of the Lord to provoke him to anger through the works of your hands. We're doing That's that, we're Craig. Doing. We are doing that one for sure. I want to leave you with this. Hey, Spence, do me a favor, man. Throw that picture back up there with the president. I want, you, I want, I want to leave you with this, folks. Do you see anything righteous, glorious, or honorable about that image right there? They are in our face. Amen. God bless you. See you on Monday.